Hey teacher, before we start today's episode, I wanted to tell you about something really exciting happening very, very soon. So you may have heard me talk about email marketing, sending newsletters, building your list quite a lot recently. And there is a reason. We we, who is we? Myself and Lauren at copy.copy, who is an amazing copywriter, are running a challenge, a challenge where we will teach you everything that you need to start an email list and get your first hundred subscribers. Honestly, it's going to be amazing. I cannot wait to literally teach you everything we know. We are not going to hold anything back so that you can reap all the rewards of having a functioning email list with active subscribers because we know how powerful it is and we think that every teacher should have an email list. So if you're interested, we are running this challenge on the 8th of May on that's Monday, 8th of May for four days. And in order to sign up, you just have to go to my website, www.olakowalska.com slash race, because the challenge is called race to a hundred, race to a hundred subscribers. I should have said that before, right? But anyways, uh, we cannot wait to see you there. And yeah, just go to my website or to the link in the description of the episode, sign up and we'll see you there. Hey, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to realizing your potential as an educator. If the title of the podcast is triggering, that's even better because that means that I still have some work to do. My mission is to help teachers work independently and believe that they deserve more freedom and more money. As a teacher, you are allowed to work with your perfect students rather than some random people challenging how much you charge and asking why so much. If you're ready to become a richer teacher, build and scale an independent teaching business that can support your dreams and your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. The world knows that teachers are superheroes. Let's get paid what we're worth, shall we? Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Get Richer Teacher and today's episode is really really special because I've invited a really really special guest my lovely client and a sensation and a powerhouse Paulina hello hello, hello. thank, thank you, you so much, much. So thank you so much for it's having it. me I'm I'm honored honored honestly I'm so happy to be here with you Oh, I'm so happy you're here because, uh, honestly, we just had a conversation just before we started recording and Paulina is like, she asks me, do you think I've got anything to say? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Anything interesting, anything interesting. I anything I interesting. interesting to say. You do have lots of interesting th- things to say. And I think the reason why I invited you is that because I think you are absolutely extraordinary. Um, especially in when it comes to your action-taking abilities. Honestly, people could learn so much from you. But also, at the same time, I think you're like so many other teachers who started in a very similar way. And I just wanted people to know that story, and I hope you're okay with sharing it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. So tell us a little bit about who you are, how you go went into teaching, and... Uh, 
you're on Instagram, right? So, yeah. so I yeah. guess people people would want to know that. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Ah, so that's one of the most difficult questions I was finding. I know. Uh, tell me about yourself. <laughs> Sounds like an interview. Um, How do so you not I... sound like a twat? <laughs> So um, I went into teaching in August 2020. So that was um, in the pandemic. So I started learning Italian. I love Italian. And then I thought I really loved what my Italian teacher was doing. And I thought, you know, I'd always been thinking about teaching English as a second language, but I had this barrier and this block, you know, how can I teach English as a second language? And I'm not a native speaker. So that stopped me for quite a few years from becoming a teacher. Wow. Um, yeah. But then, you know, I used to work with this girl. She was from Romania and uh, we worked in the same admin office. And, uh, and you know, she just started like one day she told me, oh, I'm going to become an English teacher. And I was like, if she can do it, I can do it too. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. So, um, yeah, she inspired me. My, my Italian teacher inspired me. So I, uh, I joined a language platform um, and I started teaching on this language platform. And then um, with a bit of experience, I thought, you know, why not take it more seriously and um, do my uh, TEFL qualification and my CELTA qualification as well? Wow. I love that. And even more relevant, now you're saying that you were basically inspired by a person who were just like you and just wanted to follow. Like, honestly, I yeah. want people to hear your story today because I want them to get inspired to follow your steps and like how taking action can actually take them where they want to be. Yeah. Oh, amazing. I love yeah, that. It was it was honestly life changing because I, I never thought I could do it. I honestly never thought I could do it like me teaching me because uh, I my background is um, um, I'm an I, I used to be I'm not anymore Hooray! <laughs> an administrator I worked uh, you know in administration for like I think for 15 years before I quit in December 2022 wow. which I'm going to talk about of course Um and, 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 you know, I thought this is it. This is my life. I'm just going to be stuck in an office in front of a computer for seven hours a day, um, just wasting my life away. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I realized that, you know, it, it doesn't have to be this way. I actually love English. Mm. I love teaching. I love languages. And I thought, you know, I love it. Why not just pursue this, this passion of mine? Mm. Yeah. I also wanted to ask so when you actually decided to start teaching you were still working full-time in your admin job right yeah I was uh my my job or jobs should I say so I'd been juggling I don't know how many jobs I think one one day I counted I think I had six jobs uh, at the same time (laughs) and one of them was yeah it was my full-time admin role Monday Friday nine to five uh, I'm also uh, in the fitness industry. So I'm a mm. Les Mills national trainer, presenter, and assessor. Uh, so I do that. I teach my own fitness classes as well every week. Currently, I do 13 classes a week. So yeah, this wow. is what I juggled. And I started obviously teaching um, English. So I had private students. So I would teach them from like 7 in the morning till 8.30. And then I would get to my full-time job. And then after that, I would do my fitness classes. And then after that, I would come back home and then I would do my like fitness assessments, whatever Madness. I needed to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I worked really hard. It seems yeah. to me like you were not afraid to double in different things that interested you, like fitness and teaching. But there was also some fear holding you back because 
for many years, you didn't even imagine that you could quit that job, the admin job, right? No, I thought my life was if um, admin, fitness, I love fitness as much as I love teaching Mm -hmm. English. So I knew I was going to, you know, stay in the fitness industry as well. And, but yeah, there was, there was this big fear, you know, Um, I have a mortgage to pay. I got Mm -hmm. my house in December, 2020. Um, I, I don't have anybody to help me financially. Um, Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that, that I have, you know, money to, to pay my bills. So that's why I, you know, stayed in my admin role, f- you know, for, for, for quite a few years before I... But then you I left. Left. But then you left. But then I'm I like, left. honestly, this is, this is where it gets interesting. You, you actually left with the mortgage. Being single, is that okay to, to yeah? Yeah, that's fine, yeah. Yeah. To, to say, sorry, I should have asked before, but... Like it's, it's, I can imagine that it puts, um, a lot of strain on like, what if it doesn't work out? What if it's difficult? Right. But you decided to leave anyway. Yeah, I did. And I'll be honest, like I reached a point where I, in my admin office, in my admin, I, I worked with fantastic people. They were amazing. Um, but I started feeling that like I was suffocating Mm. And uh, it came this point where on I'm I'm being serious. From July until October, every day I had a massive headache, um, whilst being in my office, sitting in front of a computer. And a couple of times, I even thought, you know, I I remember staring at the computer screen, and I remember thinking, oh my god, I'm gonna go crazy in a second. Mm. And I started seeing, um. Just walking into my office, and I would see my colleagues. Okay, they're lovely, but I, I, I don't know. Like in my head, I could just see like lifeless people. Wow. Typing the emails, and I was just like, I don't want my life to be this. I, I, I have to quit. I have to do something. Wow. What a what a breaking point as well, right? Like yeah. physical symptoms of not just yeah. burnout. I don't know if you would agree, but I recently saw a a post on Instagram, I think, that said something along the lines of, maybe it's not burnout. Maybe your body is telling you that you're not in any way reaching your potential or working towards your realizing your potential. (laughs) That's an interesting point. Do you know? Maybe. It could have been that, right? Absolutely. It could have been. Yeah. Thinking about it. Um, maybe it was a little bit of both, you know, because mm. I'll be honest at that, at that point, I was also working, started working on my, uh, first digital course that I launched in December, 2022. And I'll be honest, I was working from five in the morning until midnight every single mm. day for, I don't know how many months. Yeah. And I think mentally, physically, I was just tired. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I really do not want my life to be this way. So I thought, you know, I also, life is, life is so short. And I thought, why not just take the risk? Because I thought I'm going to take a calculated, calculated risk. I'm going to quit my job. I have my mortgage fixed for the next three years. Fantastic. I've got my fitness classes. I calculate, I sat down for the first time in my life and calculated how much money I need to pay like my bills and just to yeah. live, um, fairly comfortably, you know, not having a lavish lifestyle. And, you know, I actually realized it's less than I thought it would be. Right. It's less. And I thought, you know, I can do it. I can do it. And even if it means earning 
the absolute minimum just to pay my bills for a few months, I wanted to do it because um, something that I've learned, something incredible that I've learned, like through working with you, for example, uh, mainly through working with you, <laughs> is that you, you can change things. You can change things mm. in life. You can change things in business. So I thought, you know, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to, I'm going to try my hardest for it to work out. But if it doesn't, fine. You can change again. Right. Yeah, I would start looking for, I would start looking maybe for another admin role. Not my goal at all, but I knew that, you know, admin roles are everywhere. I can get one. No, I don't want to say no problem, but you know. Yeah, it's there. There is, there is this option. So why not take this risk? Because incredible things might happen and they have happened. They have happened. That's the best. Like, I feel like so many people are in that state of what if it doesn't work out, whether it is about like starting to think seriously about their business, whether it is not just generally letting go. And they, what if it doesn't work out? But like, I can see you are like the living example of someone who thinks, I don't care if it doesn't work. If it doesn't work, I'm going to do something else. It's like yeah. the best example of growth mindset, I would say. Yeah, I love that about I, you. And I've, I've, I've learned a lot about growth mindset and um, just, yeah, just, just knowing that Things can be changed if you if you want them. And if I may say, uh, mention my um, now ex uh, line manager who also inspired my decision to leave. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks. Because I remember having a conversation with him. Uh, I think maybe three before the pandemic, maybe three or four years ago, when he was very unhappy. I mean, he's been unhappy in his mm. like job forever. But uh, I remember him saying. Oh, you know, I want to change like four years ago. I want to do something different, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, what steps are you going to take now to, you know? And he was like, oh, I could do maybe like a qualification in something, something. I don't know what, can't remember. Oh, but it's going to take half a year or a year to finish, blah, blah, blah. And he never did. And um, four years down the line, here he is exactly in the same place exactly nothing has changed so four years ago he was thinking oh maybe another qualification but it's going to take a year to complete and look four years later nothing's changed and I'm like I don't want to be like you yeah you're muted Mm. (laughs) sorry about that somebody has to say it in a zoom meeting you're muted. It's just tradition. It has to happen. Anyways, um, yeah. And I think sometimes it's it you have to get that signal from many. Yeah. It's like it's me. I know it's not for me. It's I'm in a really yeah. shitty situation. It feels safe. Like this to me sounds like your admin job maybe was your comfort zone, right? It was a bit shitty, especially the last few months as you described them. But still, it feels safe because that's all you know. Like I even did that in one of the podcast episodes. Like I compared comfort zone to a pile of poo. So it's smelly. It's actually actually shit, but you know that shit. So you're not willing to to leave that. But then you did. And I'm like... How do you feel now? How does it? So it's been what three, three and a half months now. Yeah, three and a half months. But before I, uh, if I may add, mm. it it wasn't an easy decision 
honestly, like my like my parents weren't, my mom wasn't happy. Um, because it was my comfort zone, because my job was stable. It was a good job. It was a well-paid job as well. And um I, you know, I I it it wasn't easy for me to quit. And mm. I remember, I don't know, do you remember like we had uh, one of our meetings, one-to-one coaching, and I actually cried. I burst you out did. crying at the start because because I was just at this breaking point when you just asked me as like a normal question and I just responded something, I don't know, put something out of my ass and I started crying. I remember that. Yeah. So yeah. it it wasn't just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna quit. No, it was it wasn't a, an easy decision to, to... Yeah, I remember. But, you know, it's that... I think that's what... De- it Maybe not what defines us, but, like, that's what actually matters. Not the fact that there was a past where you perhaps wasn't very passionate about what you were doing, but the fact that, hey, you wanted to do something, you did it, and even though it was really hard and you felt resistance from and like there was even practical arguments that people would make but what about your mortgage what about things you still did it and i think that's like courage on steroids and i honestly i admire you for that oh thank you and you know what i i knew i'd made the right decision when when i kind of announced in my office mm. i was so i sent like an email to everybody and I said, oh, I'm quitting, blah, blah, blah. This just gave a couple of reasons. You know, my business is going well, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to follow my passions. Mm-hmm. And I saw, like, people were shocked. People were shocked that I was leaving. And that's when I, when I knew that I'd made the right decision because it's their comfort zone. I, I used to speak to them. And so many people afterward, not so many, a couple of people from my office, my office is very small, there's like eight people, um, said to me, Paulina, you're my inspiration, which is just incredible to hear because they want to do the same and they've started taking actions to leave because they have other things, side hustles they've had for months, years, and they want to do the same. Yeah. That's just mad, madness, right? And that you didn't even know. Right. You didn't even know that it would have this effect on other people. No, I love no. that. I love that. That was a bloody awesome, awesome thing. Seeing the shock on their faces. And I was like, yeah, the right decision. Yeah. Because yeah. basically, if you could do it, they can now do it too. It's like, I feel like sometimes we do things for ourselves, but then the ripple effect it has on the people around us is just so meaningful. It's that permission that you give other people that you maybe didn't even know they were looking up to to you right it's just it's it's incredible incredible so okay you're jobless you're like (laughs) following your passion great it's rainbows and butterflies tell us what you've been doing tell me about a little bit about so like going back you also started an instagram profile at some point yes Yeah, I started my Instagram profile in uh, June 2021. Mm. Yes, that's it. And um, I started it because um, uh, like a couple of months earlier, I was approached by one person who wanted me to do some videos for them. And then one of my students at the same time said to me, Paulina, how about you start some videos? And I was like, oh, two people are telling me that I may be good at these things mm. like, yeah, why not so i opened this instagram i was heavily inspired by um another instagram channel um uh, run by one italian um girl 
and uh, she would just post, um, and she still does, um, content, word of the day, idiom of the day, right, da, 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 of the day. And I thought, oh, you know, this is this is good. I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing it. But my goal was to have or find paying clients, paying students, um, and yeah, I I did that for a year. I posted every day a reel and a post for a year, which was <sighs> tiring. Can imagine? Bloody hell, it was very tiring. Um, and I wasn't getting, you know, um, far with it. I I was very surprised that, you know, six months um, into my Instagram career, <laughs> mm-hmm. I only had, I only found one student. Um, ah, interesting. Yeah, was- so what made you think at that, like back then, that it was about posting daily and posting like, it, it was it because you were inspired by that other page or like how yeah. what was, was your thought was inspired. yes mm-hmm. so i was inspired this is what this girl was doing uh, i thought uh, we kind of i worked with her a little bit um she asked me to teach some italian people um, ah. um so i we worked together a little bit and um um and then we stopped working together and then i was just like oh you know it's working for her and she started having groups as well and I, I thought, ooh, you know, she reached 50,000 followers. Um, and I thought, oh, I'm going to wait uh, till I reach 50,000 followers and I'm going to start doing something with my groups. Mm. And, um, yeah, I, I tried a couple of times and, um, you know, didn't get anywhere mm. with it. Uh, but, yeah, I was heavily inspired by what she was doing. Mm. And what I was seeing on Instagram in general, because this is what you see on Instagram. This is what you see, right? but she would so but also like she was having some success with it she was she or or did she not or did you think she did and like what was the story behind it what do you think from what I I could see because I was one of her group tutors yeah she started having groups and then I was one of the teachers who taught for her um, it looked like the, the groups were successful because they I taught for her for about I think three or four months mm. uh, fairly regularly and I was like this is easy right Organ- surely uh, but no it wasn't that easy for me mm. uh, but yeah she was she was having success yeah mm. interesting I wonder if yeah I wonder what what uh, that was about was she consistent with reminding people about their her offers or like marketing and selling or I think she was and she had a newsletter as well uh going and uh I think that made a real difference and I think wow. it's, it's okay. made a big difference in my business and my nurturing of my um you know potential potential clients, clients in yeah. community in general yeah so she she mm. had that going and she kept banging on about her offer basically right things that things that I wasn't doing so it's funny how and I I don't want to generalize but I think a lot of people when they start their social media journeys they just look at those profiles they see oh tons of followers and then they assume that they need to get to a certain number of followers and only then make any sort of offers if any because a lot of people don't make offers at all was that your thinking? Because you said, oh, I'm going to reach 50,000 and then I'm going to tell people about my groups, right? Yes, mm. exactly. And this is exactly what I thought. Mm. Um, I thought I'm going to put this little offer together uh, for my groups um, and uh, I'm going to, yeah, reach 50,000, which I did. 
started advertising. Um, my first group course, which never <laughs> took off, I had uh, one sign up and the sec- mm. there was an, a second person that almost signed up. Uh, but then um, I decided not to run it um, mm. with one person, no group. Um, and yeah, I thought I'm going to try again. So after a few months, I tried again and um, still Thank nothing you. happened. Yeah. But now what do you think I- happened? What do you think happened? Did you have a reflection on that? I know exactly what happened. And Go you, on. And you told me that. <laughs> <laughs> it comes from you. Uh, I mean, we did analyze it for a bit. Let's be honest yeah. here with the listeners. We did analyze it. We did think what could have gone wrong. Yeah. It's And also, I don't like to say that it went wrong because the amount of action that you were always taking, I think it was just a, a different journey. A yeah, different absolutely. journey to yeah, yeah. what the your Italian colleague was doing to like anybody else, and yeah. you learned your lessons from it. So let's absolutely. just just tell everybody what what happened there. What do you think? Yeah, so I think uh, well, firstly, my offer wasn't um, okay. The biggest thing I wasn't talking about my offer. Mm. I would just mention it literally like um, once a week or maybe once every two weeks, and it would right. be like. Oh, by the way, you know, I'm like, Paulina. Uh, so, yeah, I, the people basically went, did, didn't know. And what I've learned um, is that you have to keep telling people about your offers because, and I've experienced this because people will not know, people will not click, people will not go to your website unless you tell them to. And that actually works also perfectly. Uh, a little you know, not related to my English teaching, but also in my fitness classes, in my, you know, I've got a new class on the timetable. People won't know unless I tell them. So I've, this is what I've been doing, banging on about it. And look, people have started to come. People, people know, oh, there is something. Mm. And do you think it was difficult for you or was it difficult for you to, to change that mindset that you need to tell people more about your offers? Was there anything that you think maybe some sort of a mindset issue there? Or do you think you genuinely didn't know that you were supposed to be doing that? It, it, to be honest, I, I didn't know because I was assuming that people would click. Hey, there is a link in my bio. Come on, can you not see? Why are you not clicking? Right. Um, I thought, because, uh, yeah, I was expecting people to, you know, if there is a link, they would click. Uh, plus, uh, on top of that, I um, so that was the biggest thing mm. I just didn't know. Uh, and then when I s- kind of um, started working with you, you, and then I started to learn more about you know how 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 to run a business basically. Um, the I had this little maybe embarrassment. I was a little bit embarrassed to talk about my offer. Mm. at the start it was really hard like you know now I have to mention money and uh, this is what I have for you and so for the first I think few weeks if not months it was not very natural it didn't it didn't come naturally to me mm. but, I, but I've learned and now I keep banging on about oh my god my it's like <laughs> if there is anybody who sells all the time with no shame whatsoever and I love it is like Paulina if you want to know how to do it and how often it's supposed to be done is just go and check out her profile. She does it like I had a mentor once who said, uh, think about in your head, think about how many times you think you should mention your offer a week. Okay. So now everybody think about that. And now you should be doing it, doing it times four. (laughs) 
So you think five, it should be 20. Because usually we, it, it's it's the biggest opportunity that we have, especially if you already have some sort of an audience. And I'm not saying big or small, because, you know, there are also certain risks with a big audience. It doesn't mean that all of those people are ready to buy, but it's definitely important that you do try and monetize that if you've already put so much effort into it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So now I just, I don't want to say, you know, I, I, I bang on about it every five minutes. I don't, but a few times a week, I mention it. It's in my emails because I started my newsletter, mm. in, um, I think November, and I send it every week. How many people do you have on your list now? Oh, so it's grown now because I invested in uh, Facebook ads. Um, wow. So now I have. Look just, at her. <laughs> just under uh, 1,600. Wow. Madness. Yeah. And you only started in November. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Jesus. Uh, do you never worry about that you're never going to have anything to say? And like a lot of teachers say that. I, I know I should start a newsletter, but I don't know what I'll say to those people. Um, at the start, when I, so when I, so I started my newsletter at the same time as I created my freebie for my first digital course or mm. leading to my first digital course. Mm. And then I, um, I created, uh, my welcome sequence of six emails and that's when my newsletter started as well. And at that point, I still, yeah, I didn't quite know what to what to write about. And I rem you may remember a couple of times I said to you, oh, Ola, can you have a look at this newsletter? Is it okay? Uh, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it. And that's when I realized that I have to trust myself. Mm -hmm. If something feels good, write about it. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't always have to be educational. Um, but, yeah, stay visible and... Um, and and just trust your instincts because I think people want to people will get to know you through your newsletter and you have absolutely to, you have to be yourself you have to write in your own words you know um, and now I now I just trust myself and you know very often I just like um, you know when I'm for, for example I'm doing something around the house and you know I think about something random or something happens in my life and I was like that's a good topic. Oh, yeah, me too. I have that all the time. It's the best inspiration because that yeah. also comes naturally, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. exactly. Even negative experiences. I very Yesterday, I had this, but actually talking Facebook ads, I had a very negative comment underneath my Facebook ad. And I'm like, yep, that's that's going into newsletters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, getting, yeah, use these. Like I had a comment under like early last, I can't remember. It was earlier this week. I posted something about because I'm very against this trend. Speak like a native. Oh. Say this. Do not say this. So I I used somebody's comment mm. uh, for my post, and it's going to go in my newsletter as well. Um, so yeah, um, just trust yourself and absolutely. And also people, yeah, people need to know what your values are. It's not just about the fact that you've taught them a new expression. It's no. it's about the fact that you've got opinions, you exactly. are have a certain vibe. And I'm honestly looking at you and guys, I, I'll obviously link to Paulina's profile, but you'll see she's got such a distinctive energy that um, it's like I'm pretty sure that most of her loyal followers and people on her list are there for that energy nothing else 
nothing else. The the language is the added bonus rather than anything else. So it's okay. it's it's and it's actually the way it should be. Um, so yeah. So tell us a little bit about the digital courses. So you've launched one. How was that experience? Do you know it was a oh, it was a roller coaster. I can't even say this word. How do you say this word? Roller, roller coaster. That's it. <laughs> of emotions. <laughs> um. So I worked so bloody hard on this course. Honestly, mm. it's a it's a vocabulary, vocabulary booster course. Um, eight modules, uh, core modules to help people boost their vocabulary, giving them strategies, practical exercises, quizzes. Oh my god, you name it, and it's in the course. She's and selling it on my podcast, honestly. Uh-huh. <laughs> It is. Do you know, because I also, you have to believe in your product. And I created a product that I truly believe in. um, I know people, you know, I've spoken to so many English learners over the years. And so many of them said to me, Paulina, I don't know how to learn vocabulary effectively. Ha, ta-da, here it is. Vocabulary booster course. Love it. And uh, yeah, for that, I also created my freebie, my lead magnet, which is a free uh, ebook called Vocabulary Booster Guide. And I honestly believe, I honestly believe that um, everybody will do my course one day. Awesome. If I'm it is awesome. It is. It is. Absolutely. And the people who know you, like, honestly, I don't know why all your followers still haven't bought it, but, you know, it's just about mentioning this offer more and more and more i'm so happy also did you have any fears before building the course like tech um fears or anything like that because a lot of people i think are afraid that it will be overwhelming tech wise yeah Yeah, i i did and it it was um i'll be honest it was because i am i am on my own i don't have you know ps english is this is my business uh ps english is just me nobody else Mm. and uh but i found it, it, it took me a little a few days maybe a couple of weeks to find a platform to build my course on mm. uh, am i okay to mention the platform sure yeah it's learn worlds absolutely fantastic and I'll, the number of emails i fired to their technical department in like three weeks. i know i remember you were telling me but they've been so supportive and it's all about yeah. you taking action right as well yeah. again because every because everything, the platform was new. There were so many things to learn about it. And I honestly, I was so lost. I was like, I was firing like five emails to them every single day. Um, and uh, they just, they, they've been so supportive responding to my emails within like literally two, three hours. Um, but yeah, I invested in this platform. So it's not a free platform. Um, and I also, you know, speaking of investments, I, I, some people may disagree, but I think, I believe you, sh- you have to invest in your business. To see some sort of return mm. that was a big investment for me um and uh yeah but i i built it with with the help of the you know the the support squad they call it <laughs> amazing uh, support squad and and, um, and now i'm doing my second digital course and it's not so overwhelming because i just know right that. you just yeah, yeah. I've you just know all of this yeah. it's amazing but that's but amazing going back to your your question uh, about like how i felt launching this course if I may uh, talk about this, um, I, I worked very hard. I had my email sequence, welcome sequence to my freebie, blah, blah, blah. And then it came to the launch. It was the 8th, 12th of December at 12 past 12 UK time. <laughs> and um, I remember I launched it and I had my first sale in like the first 20 minutes. 
which felt bloody amazing, right? And I remember messaging you. I was like, oh, look, somebody's bought my course. I'm like, yes, awesome. And then, uh, and then 24 hours later, there was nothing, right? There was nothing. And I, I knew that in the launch, which my launch lasted one week from Monday to Sunday, I mean, this offer, I had an offer, like 50% off on my course. I needed to just be so visible on stories, posts, emails. I needed to be talking about this offer. And I remember Tuesday morning, it was still one sale. And I was feeling so low. Mm. Honestly, I took my phone out because I needed to do these stories yet just to say to people how happy I was and how I was just super excited that people were buying and it's such a great But they weren't. Yeah, and I just wanted to cry. Honestly, I had my phone in and it took me I think 10 takes to film something decent like just to just just to force myself to be Mm. happy. I felt so low and I cried afterwards. Um, And then I had uh, my one-to-one meeting with you on Wednesday and um, and you gave me such a massive kick up my backside because mm-hmm. you said to me something that I hadn't thought about. Paulina, how about you celebrate this one person? Celebrate this person who bought your course because it's bloody fantastic that somebody has decided to buy your course. And I was like, I will do. Wow. So I started celebrating. I like had balloons. I was popping like people's names. I know you went, you went honestly. Yeah, I went all in. My balloons, everybody who bought. And in the end, 18 people bought my course. Hooray. Madness. Honestly. Madness. Madness. So yeah, I created my balloons, but then the balloons got a little bit tiring, if I'm honest. (laughs) I was dancing with these balloons with people's names on the balloons. So I got myself a massive rocket cutout, cardboard cutout, and it's in my office. And I just love it. Sticking stars uh, with people's names on it. Um, So yeah, it was a rolling... (laughs) I need to learn how to pronounce this word. Just say it in Polish or I know. I don't know how to say it. Can't you remember? What's the word? Listeners, please help. <laughs> oh my God. This is so inspiring. I just have to say that you, but it's, it's, it's so incredible that you talk about the struggles. You talk about, you're open about the struggles, whether it is struggles when it comes to your job, quitting your job. Now, building the course, overcoming issues with the tech, like messaging support, like so many people would be just afraid to ask. And then feeling really low when it doesn't sell. So many people go through that when they first double into like selling digital things, especially and when they actually try launching. Launching is a very, very specific experience in in business. And then you're able to change things like this whole idea of changing the way you feel, the way you approach things. Yes, celebrate. Yeah, it might sound like such a simple piece of advice, but then you took it and it worked. It did work. It is about the energy of of it, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, uh, so many people uh, who actually bought my course uh, were messaging me saying, Paulina, where is my balloon? Where is my balloon? When are you going to do a dance for me? Honestly. And I was like, I can't keep up. Just... <laughs> I love that. But, yeah, but you see, it. it's not just about the course. It's it's no. literally what we've been saying. I think people were part of that experience that you created there. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And, and something else that I've learned uh, also is over the past few months is that there are other people who have created 
some vocabulary boosting courses. Mm. There are other people who are selling some phrasal verbs, quizzes, I don't know. But people people will buy because of you. People will Mm. be attracted to you as a person. And, you know, it looks like some people are attracted. Some people don't like me. You know, that's fine. That's okay. That's cool. Uh, But, yeah, I will have some people in my sphere of influence. <laughs> and, and yeah, and I've built this sphere, and I'm hoping for it to grow. I'm about to launch my second course uh, on the oh geez, 27th of March Ooh. at 12 past 12 UK time, people. Of course, um, <laughs> this might be airing uh, literally. Oh, this might be airing after you've launched, so uh, I'll give people an update. <laughs> but definitely keeping our fingers crossed. I know it's going to be a smashing success, but I know it's also like nerve wracking because you you don't really know. It's an experiment. And every time there is like another little step outside your uh, comfort zone, right? And and this one is, you know, because I, I, the course I'm creating, it's uh, a conditional sprint course. Mm -hmm. So many people I find, uh, you know, I've spoken to, um, they have a problem with conditionals. And I thought, why not create a course with lots of short videos giving people like everyday, like scenarios from every day when they can use conditionals. And they get, I've been working so hard on this course and I'm hoping, I'm hoping 10 people buy. If 10 people buy, that would be fantastic. That would be, you know, that is my Amazing. goal. But, you know, if it doesn't happen, that's fine. I will, I will think of something else, but the course will be there. Exactly. Like my first course is, um, you know, is already there. And uh, I actually uh, had my first promotion on that first course. That was my mom's 60th birthday in February. And, you know, eight more people bought the course. That's amazing. Um, And I'm like, yeah, it it looks, it it, it works. There are people who, who are attracted to. Absolutely. And who saw the testimonials and they know that. It's going to help them. It's it's yeah. it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. And also when it comes to like the fact that you said that now you've learned how to build those things, you've overcome the tech issues and stuff like that. It's even if, which I don't believe will happen, even if this course is a flop, like yeah. you've got all the time in the world to create tons of new offers that will be a smashing hit. So exactly. Like the, the world is your oyster now that you've learned how to how to do it. So do you mm, go on? Yeah, go on. No, 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 no. You you, you said you. <laughs> so I just wanted to ask. So we so now you're basically effectively monetizing your audience. It's digital products. Do you have any other plans for like, or do you actually teach um people live in groups or in one-to-one classes just to uh, just to have that clear, because I, I bet people are wondering. Yeah, so I currently teach um, English uh, privately. I do have one-to-one students who come from my social media, from my you know business, PS English. Um, and I also teach uh, English to Hong Kong students, but that's through like an organization that I've partnered with. Okay. Um, so I have courses running with them. But my goal is to... I'm happy with the number of one-to-one students that I have. Um, I would love to try group classes again. Mm. Uh, I would love to try and see, even though I'll be honest, I I love teaching one-to-one, but I also have started to see the value of teaching groups. Mm. Ah, because I mentioned group classes like 
a few minutes ago uh, when I tried to launch them mm. twice. And one thing also that has changed recently, very recently um, in my head is that back in, what was it, June 2022, mm. whenever I tried to launch them, I didn't quite believe in them. Mm. I was like, you know, that's, I wouldn't choose a group class. But I, you, I've come around to kind of believing in them and understanding the value of group courses. So, yeah. I'm that's a massive shift, isn't it? Because I feel like that's yeah. one of the biggest mindset problems that people have when it comes to promoting their their group classes. So many people want to, but then yeah. literally they don't have the compelling arguments. By the way, I teach this in my work, in my course, Groupify your classes. <laughs> I can plug whatever I want here. Have you watched it? Or did you? Yeah, yeah I have. No, I have. Yeah. And actually, as I was watching this Groupify workshop that you did, a uh, webinar, I had I had heard this one argument um like before about group class and about the benefits. There was one mm. you know, I can't remember exactly what it is now. But I remember listening to some hearing something and thinking, now I understand. Now it resonates with me. Yeah. yeah. A year ago it didn't it didn't make any I'm sense. Like, yeah. And I'm like, ooh, this is genius. Now I know and now I want to try again. That's amazing. You see, it was supposed to happen so that you could understand now you've tried so many different things but it is it's all about that like honestly this is my whole philosophy in business and in life trial and error you're not going to learn I could tell you what to do but you have to experience things the way you um, and it may and it may take a little bit um a little bit longer for you to you know to to maybe understand or just come around to you know seeing things differently and this is also if i may add um a little digression um something else that i've learned over the past few months which i think is powerful is that when i did so my first digital course the vocabulary booster course um i launched it in december and then i had my first promotion uh, like um on my mom's 60th birthday in feb and eight people bought and out of those eight people i think four four of them i'd had conversations with them a year uh, wow right and 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 i was like oh you know i remember exchanging some voice messages with you back in whenever may yeah. 2021 or and i'm like oh now you're bored and we, yeah it's that's mad isn't it it just that proves that for some people it takes so long yeah. to make a decision but also it takes the right offer for them. So people very often give up. That's what I think happens. People give up. So like it was so easy. It, you could have given up after that 24 hours when you only saw one sale. But then so many wonderful things wouldn't have happened because you would have thought, oh no, it's not working. Like why bother? Right. So this is literally why businesses fail because they give up too early because they think it doesn't matter. Like don't get me wrong. And we also talked about this. It's always okay to change. It's always okay to change the course of your action. Yeah. But giving up is not an option in business. It's not no, an option. You're right. It's not. And, uh, you know, I, I bloody hope this course works, my second oh. course, because I worked so hard on it. But, you know, you, you, uh, I, I believe in it. And it's, uh, I think, yeah, also down to how I 
talk about it? Can mm. people see that I believe in it? Can uh, you definitely believe in it? Yes. Like honestly. I I don't know any other person who is so bloody passionate about conditionals in English. Honestly, I love conditionals. Honestly, I love conditionals, and <laughs> and it's mad. Like, and there are learners who need that and who want that and who will find it useful. Who will, for them, it's the biggest pain in the ass they have, and uh, and it will unlock them. And like, honestly, I I, I see so much potential in that. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, and and also, yeah. The most important, of course, good offer is 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 you know you have to have a good offer, but the person behind this offer, mm. I think it's it's yeah. This is this is magic. This is what makes amazing. Things, I think yeah. Oh, this has been such a lovely conversation. I love it. I hope everybody is inspired. One last question. So, what are the plans for this year? Do you feel like you'll have to find a job or do you like how, where do you feel it's going? Um, Everything is going in the right direction so far. I my you know, my business is growing. I'm happy with it. I would like to learn more, um, launch more courses in the future. Uh, I have some ideas. Try with group classes because if you don't try again, you will never know. And what's the worst thing that can happen? Nothing. Nothing. But my immediate, like, can I say immediate plan? Does this make sense? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to have a rest. As soon as my second course is launched, I'm going to take a re- break because I'm bloody knackered. <laughs> <laughs> Love so, it. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm working hard, but I know rest is on its way. And I'm just going to, you know, take some time off to recharge because I think this is also such an important thing in uh, in, in having a business. You have to, you work, but then you need this time to recharge. And I honestly can't wait for April. (laughs) I love that. It also, very funnily, uh, you literally, it feels like you've only just started, but you sound like a very, very much of a seasoned entrepreneur who knows there is no such thing as failure. Rest is important. Like, honestly, I keep banging on about those things, but you are actually doing them. Again, the queen of action, the queen of action. That's going to be your new nickname. They change you on WhatsApp now. <laughs> the, the queen of waking up at five and going to sleep yes. at midnight. But, you know, I I also, I think you, you have to be prepared to work hard on your business because business yeah and like obviously it's not for everybody because people may have like different circumstances right caring about uh, caring caring for other people for example little people especially but nobody said this will come easy right nobody ever promised that so yeah it's all for me it's always all about sustainability um my computer unfortunately sorry about that um it's all about sustainability but yes the 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 early stages of business are hard so yeah 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 you 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 work your you know butt off um and yeah nothing is and even if if i may add uh you know having loads of followers you know i've got hundred two thousand followers on instagram Mm. And, um, you know, it's not easy for me. I don't have people banging, you know, on my doors and, you know, sending me a hundred messages a day wanting to, to learn with me. It, exactly. This is, not, this is unfortunately not what's what's happening. And that's just me being honest. Mm. And I've... <laughs> And I've actually... This is, this is super cool. I've actually... Um, 
used I used to have 104,000 followers. That was before the launch of my course. And uh, I actually started seeing um I started uh, monetizing my my you know my my business um, as in like selling courses and my my the number of followers has started to um what's the word drop. go down drop yeah do you worry about it I I don't care if I'm honest um, they are filtering themselves out right they are just like the right people yeah, will exactly. stay the people who exactly. are not expecting free stuff and that's it oh that's yes. that's actually interesting to hear. Mm. 2000 people. Is... Madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Madness. yeah. So, I love that actually. It's, mm. it's nice to, you know, it, it helps with visibility, I suppose. And, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 102,000 followers, firstly, doesn't mean that, you know, I'm, I'm earning, you know, millions yeah. and people, you know, really want to, um, pay me basically for my services, no. for my courses. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, like I've noticed, um, when the number of followers starts to drop, you know, it doesn't mean that you're failing. It, it actually you might mean, it might actually mean exactly the opposite, right? That you're winning! <laughs> exactly. Because it seems like you're winning at the moment. Uh, do you know, it, it, I am in a, in a good place and uh, I know I have to be prepared for, you know, ups and downs and uh, uh, hopefully more ups than downs, hopefully mm. no downs. I'm going to do my best not to have any. Or not many, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, this is just the nature of having a business. Absolutely, is. Oh, love this conversation. I hope everybody loves it. Love it now. Yeah. Please connect with uh, Paulina on Instagram. I'll link to her profile. It's p dot s dot english. Uh, p. It's how funny, by the way. How clever. Um, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your story so honestly. So. In such a raw form, I feel like people need to hear this. So I'm super grateful. Oh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this. Does it have to end? No, we can definitely chat, but we can stop recording. (laughs) Sorry, guys. We're going to chat more fun things now. (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much, guys. And I'll see you in the next episode next week. Thanks, Paulina. Bye. It's not your fault that you don't know how to make good money as a teacher or how to market your teaching. Nobody's ever taught you, but I'm on a mission to change that. Teachers make the world a better place and they can be excellent at business. They just need direction. That's what I'm giving you here and on my YouTube channel under the same name. Make sure that you also follow me on Instagram at ola underscore coaches underscore teachers and check out my website www.olakowalska.com to see if any of my paid offers, including my one-to-one coaching, my business foundation course, The Rocket, or my membership for teachers in business could be the right fit for you. I'll see you soon in the next episode.